believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that he is Lord and you, you get saved, that doesn't mean that you're not going to be gay anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, those desires may still be there. Mm-hmm. It's what do you do with those desires mm-hmm. and how do you let the Lord frame your identity and frame your lifestyle. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Hi guys, what's good? How you doing? (laughs) Welcome back to the You Can Sit With Us podcast. I'm Brittany. And I'm Bridget. And you always have a seat at our our table. Yay! So... What's your favorite thing? 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 Um, mine is like kind of like mad boring, but kind of like mad boring. Kind of okay, like I heard you. Like OD, like super no, but um, my favorite thing this week is saving gas. Amen. <laughs> Praise and the let Lord. me tell you, and I know like so many of us gas? can probably relate. Yo, these gas prices has been yeah, crazy. crazy. Especially for us with SUVs. Heck yeah. Oh, V6s, V8s. Yo, we feel y'all's pain. <laughs> we feel it. Um, yeah. So like, you know, um, I'm super, super grateful because I remember when I was filling up like literally every three to four days and gas prices was like almost five mm-hmm. $5. And it was... I can't, can you imagine how the people in California feel? Oh my gosh. Their gas is, I think, almost $6. Yeah, but they also, I mean, so I've heard, like, you know, their um, cost of living, like, equates to that. I don't know, like, I'm assuming they get paid for that. Mm, I don't know about that. that. (laughs) Let us know if you're from Cali. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Please, please. If you're from California, give us the insight. Yeah, for real. Out here, they just keep on raising the rent, the gas, the food. But they don't Everything. be raising our pay. They sure don't. <laughs> Let me tell you. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't match the inflation. It's wild. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But I would say that is definitely my favorite thing so far. Um, I've gone a week, and I'm just past half a tank. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like they're changing the formula of the you gas. You think so? Because it's going less. Like, it's yeah, taking right? longer to empty. Or maybe we're just not pressing so much on the pedal. I don't know. <laughs> I press on the pedal pretty hard. Anyways. I don't know. But that's my favorite thing. Okay. <laughs> my favorite thing this week was, again, another trip mm. that I took with my team. Mm-hmm. Um, it was about the same amount of people, but slightly different group of people. Again, it was just, like, leaders, like, uh, our director and coordinators and team leads. Um, and we went to Lyft Conference at Passion City Church in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. It's a creative conference, and it was just phenomenal. Mm. I will say there was moments when I felt a little bit, like, disappointed because it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Okay. We really went into it thinking we would get practical, creative advice about social media, photography, graphic design, video. Yeah. Because that's typically how they would do it. Mm-hmm. But this year, they went a whole different route, and it was very much about keeping Jesus at the center of it all. A part of me was like, oh, like I could get this from any conference, which I do kind of feel that way. I do wish they had a lot more practical, creative-related um, stuff that was more niche. Mm. But it was a whole like experience in and of itself where God, we went into it wanting something, but God gave us like what we needed, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And I definitely experienced breakthrough, not in the way I'm used to at conferences where I break down and like have a moment with him. Cause yeah. I, it was interesting for me. It was hard at moments. Cause like I was so tired. Yeah. I wasn't feeling great. Um, it was very long days and stuff, but when I came home and I finally spent time alone with God, 
oh my gosh, the way that he just downloaded everything in my brain, like little scriptures or like things that he was speaking to me throughout the conference and just this whole season of my life kind yeah. of all came together. Mm-hmm. And it was just so beautiful. And it was a great time to bond. Yeah. And it's been so cool learning from other amazing churches who just really are killing the game for the kingdom, like using their creativity in a way that is just honoring to God and so fresh and so dope, like literally creating culture in the world. Like we need to be the culture creators, not followers. So it's been very, very enlightening, um, very fulfilling to be able to take these trips and to just be able to see God legitimately redeem my gifts and passions. Yeah. That's and so use cool. them within his church. Yeah, that's so, so cool. It's been I, really cool. I love that um, there's opportunity for that. Mm-hmm. You know, like there is room for it. And I love seeing it. I remember watching your stories. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that looks yeah. so cool. The experience itself was phenomenal. Like the work that their team put in mm-hmm. with the lobby and everything, the designs. I'm just like, wow. They really pursue excellence. Amen. All right. Yay. I definitely need to like. I think there's a conference coming up that I'm going to be a part of because it's been it's been a little bit since I've been to a conference. You could go to Motion Conference with the youth. Oh, yeah. I think that's in August, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Usually in August. Oh, uh, yeah. It's in Alabama. Alabama. Pero. Shout out to our Alabama peeps. We love y'all. <laughs> um, today, we're going to be talking about a tough subject to talk yeah. about especially as Christians. Yeah. So, I mean, we kind of always talk about tough subjects, but this one's... This one's very... This one's... Unique for the state yeah. of our world, especially right now. Yeah, and here are hearts when when we when yeah. we're talking about this because it is a a very sensitive one. Yeah, um, and we want to approach it from a sensitive place, um, still standing on the truth of God's word, right. but loving people. And Absolute, and I hope absolutely. that the, that is conveyed in the way we speak and what we say. Yeah, um, we know that people are going to be pissed off anyway and not agree with us, and that's okay. Yeah, because um, if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for anything. So like gotta stand for something you know um and we know what we stand on we know what we stand for right um but with that being said we're gonna be talking about the topic of do gay people belong in church Mm -hmm. and this was a question that has been asked a few times actually Mm -hmm. and i think the very fact that that question has to be asked i feel like we should talk about that more than actually answer the question itself yeah because why would we even second guess right. or, or th- think twice about are gay people supposed to be in church? Right. Like, the, <laughs> like the, what? Yeah. Like the house of the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want, you took the words right out of my mouth. Like, yeah. Like why is that such a common question? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I know like sometimes like as a Christian and when we think about this, it's like, we know we, we want to love people, mm-hmm. and of course we do love people. So, like, um, certain other questions that might have been, like, too legalistic about this particular area um, made it hard for other Christians like like us that mm-hmm. genuinely we love you regardless of your uh, sexual orientation or whatever the case may be. We yeah. love you regardless. Um, but it is, like, a sensitive place to right. be, you know, because it's, like, you are probably already have a guard up because of like what you've seen. Yeah, people who have know? misrepresented Christ. Yeah. Like, that's the part that upsets me the most because it's so easy to say love God, love people, but then in your heart and your actions actually mm-hmm. show that you actually hate certain people. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's so easy 
to hate from afar but when you're up close and personal when you're doing life with someone Mm -hmm. something as simple as having a conversation Mm -hmm. with the person that you feel hate towards or you don't agree with or you feel like oh they're an abomination Mm -hmm. having a conversation with them it should especially if you're rooted in the lord if you really know jesus it should soften your heart to be like this is a broken human just like me yep you know and that's the part that kills me so let's talk a little bit about the origin of this question and like why First, we want to just apologize if anyone has misrepresented yes. Christ to you and made you feel like you don't belong in the church or that you don't belong knowing God exactly. or in Christianity or whatever the case may be, because that's not true. That's quite the opposite of what Jesus teaches exactly. and what God shares in his word. Yes, um, exactly. If church is a home or a hospital for the broken, then why why is that even a question? Why do you feel yeah. like you might not be welcome there yeah. um, among us? Like like you said, we are all broken people, and um, I'm no more broken or higher or lower anything exactly. than you are. We are all in the same exactly. playing field, and Jesus loves us just just as much. You know what I'm saying? Like He doesn't love me more because I am a different sexual orientation. Yeah. Like He right. sees you and loves you regardless. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah, if church is a hospital for the broken, yeah. then it's a place for the lying, yep. the cheating, mm-hmm. the adulterous, mm-hmm. the gluttonous, the homosexual, the the murderer, murderer, the, all everyone. all humans. We all fall short of the glory of God, and we all have a place in his kingdom yep. if we would just believe in our heart and confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord. No matter what sexual orientation you have, if if you are a single gay person sleeping with your partner, or if you're a straight gay person sleeping with your partner, they're the same. Like, and we love to like put grades and levels and intensities yeah. on sin. Yeah. And oh my gosh, it gets me so angry. Mm-hmm. So angry, bro. Mm-hmm. And church culture does that. Granted, I understand because when you step into leadership, taking on leadership is a huge thing. It's a huge responsibility. And you should be living your life in a way that you aren't easily falling to temptation, no matter what that temptation looks like for you. And you should be living in a way that you're just substantial, like on your faith is solid Mm -hmm. and your character is in a good place and you are someone that people can look to, not to be Jesus, but to guide them closer to him. So I understand that in leadership, you can't be living a certain lifestyle of sin. But even with that, it's like we only mention certain sins. You know, like it's like you can't be in leadership if you have sex outside of marriage. Um, you are addicted to smoking or drugs or alcohol, mm-hmm. um, dishonest gain. But what about lying? You know, yeah. like all these other things. Yeah. So that part there, there's like, a, mm, OK, so I get it, but I also don't get it at mm-hmm. the same time. Mm-hmm. But I understand why it needs to be there, because without that chaos without that order we would have chaos exactly and there would be no structure and no you know level of development and i get the order in that yeah yeah. i think um one of the things i definitely want to like uh talk about and bring to light is that like when someone that you know like you know that they are uh behaving homosexual like they are not actively living yes actively living you know uh Mm -hmm. with a same-sex partner you know i want to definitely affirm that we don't see you like like you aren't just like how do i say this like you're not 
in our eyes, like, oh, they're homosexual, so therefore, like, I can't love them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, you're a person mm -hmm. worthy of love. Right. You're a person worthy of being heard, worthy of building a life together, like, walking together with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want anyone to feel like they need to be canceled because, you know, they're just as broken, you know, yeah. or they, or they, this person has this d desire and it's just a super strong desire that they're living in and living out compared to like someone else that probably just doesn't have that desire. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like that's so good. Cause that really differentiates the difference between having homosexual desires and tendencies and then living the lifestyle. Yes. So it's the same thing as like, those of us who are straight, mm -hmm. it's having lust, but living a lifestyle of you're actively engaging in sex before marriage. Mm -hmm. Very similar. Um, that is, it's a sin. Mm -hmm. It's a sin to be actively doing it, right? Mm -hmm. um, however, the thing is, like, if you're in Christ, like, you need to, you know, repent, turn away from it. Yeah. Like, is your heart set on God? Right. And that's kind of where the difference comes in. But, like... Um, and Jesus said it too. Like, if you even look upon a woman with lust, you've commis committed adultery in your heart. So I will even argue that the uh, iniquity, I believe, is the thing that is the sin that we experience internally. Yeah. And a transgression is when it's like outwardly done. Um, that's still, they still both hold weight. Right. But the living the lifestyle of something is the difference between the two is what you do with that feeling. Yes. What, where is that? Are you going to let that feeling yep. drive you to yep. living this way? Or are you going to let that uh, feeling drive you to yep. repent and depend on the Lord? Yeah. Um, but let's say you don't have a relationship with God yet. Or, you know, you're not sure and you're wrestling with that. I mm -hmm. think um, it's it's important to remember that you're not cast out. Exactly. For, most importantly, from God, mm -hmm. just because you have sinful desires. Mm -hmm. We all do. We all do. Every single day. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. those are meant to show us our need for a Savior, show us our need for the Lord, and to surrender to mm -hmm. Him. Mm -hmm. um, and in that, He does change our desires and stuff. Exactly. But that's not to say that if you're gay and you come to church and you encounter Jesus and you, you know, you believe and confess in your mouth that He is believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that he is Lord and you, you get saved. That doesn't mean that you're not going to be gay anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, those desires may still be there. Mm -hmm. It's what do you do with those desires mm -hmm. and how do you let the Lord frame your identity and frame your lifestyle? Right, exactly. And like, I definitely don't want that person, like, cause I'm, sh I'm sure they're out there that isn't, that's those same exact shoes mm -hmm. right now. Don't feel pressure that like, oh, well now I'm saved now. Like I know Christ, like, and I know that this, is sin like but i have these desires but i don't want these desires and feel like you have to do it on your own feel like you're the one that will change that you know what i mean like continue to seek god you'll be yeah surprised and awe with the transformation that he does and it's it's very unique to you it's very unique like he knows exactly what it is that that you need when you need it and how you need it mm -hmm. so don't depend on just yourself to um, not have those desires if you know what I'm saying like mm -hmm. God is more than capable of taking those desires away absolutely but even if you still have those desires um, somewhere within like he is capable of still um, transforming your heart so much and giving you so much strength that you don't naturally behave there anymore mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like, yeah like you you may have the desire like the innate desire that comes right. up 
but the desire to follow through on right. it, that definitely right. wanes away with right. anything that right. we desire that's not good yeah, for like, us. Yeah, like something as simple as like if you're like so incredibly mad at someone, yeah. you have a desire to cause pain to them. Mm-hmm. Like like you can, it can be as severe as like super, like like real, like real pain, like you violence. know, like violence or something mm-hmm. or just, you know, like doing something illegal and like trashing their house or oh, I don't know, something like that. Like you have that desire because you're so incredibly mad or whatever. But you have that desire, but are you going to act upon it? Like are you actually going to do that and harm and then just create bigger chaos you know um or are you going to bring that to god like lord like i am mad like you know like and at the end of the day he's the one that um handles a vengeance you know what i mean absolutely and that's just like just like a general sense of like having a desire that could be something like super deep and powerful that you want to do but not behaving as such not Mm -hmm. actually acting on that right you know what i mean and not for the sake of behavior modification right because the 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 we never want to live a life where on the outside our actions make us look like we're so faithful to God, but on the inside we're wicked oh, and so good. and just have great self-control mm-hmm. or great character. That's a whole other topic. Mm-hmm. But um, letting those feelings just drive you closer to him. Um, and I think as Christians, we really need to be careful in our mindsets on inviting people to church or people that we're around in church or outside of church or whatever – and not assuming that, oh, this person is gay, and so now they're plugged into the church, and now they're just not going to be gay anymore. Like, it's it's weird how mm-hmm. much I've seen that, like, mindset. Mm. Can that happen? Absolutely. I've seen people who, you know, self-proclaimed, like, trans or lesbian or queer that encounter the Lord, and now they're not anymore. They mm-hmm. don't have the desires and stuff. But then there's people who still have those desires and still battle with it. Yeah. But... They love the Lord so much and the Lord has changed their desires that they live differently, that they don't yeah. actively pursue that lifestyle. Like, for mm-hmm. example, Jackie Hill Perry, she yeah. is a great example, example. Mm-hmm. Um, because she's married now, amazing husband. They have a beautiful marriage from what we can tell, mm-hmm. beautiful kids, um, a fire powerhouse Oof, for the kingdom. Yeah. Like she knows her word. But I believe even, and I hope I'm not misquoting her, but I believe she said that like, it's not that she doesn't have the desires anymore. Mm-hmm. It's that her desire to please the Lord and be obedient to him is way stronger than that. And she's, and she loves her husband. Mm-hmm. She's obviously attracted to him. She mm-hmm. had multiple babies with him. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. so, um, I think the beauty in that is like going back to our last episode where we talked about anxiety, how that's a thorn in the flesh. Like yeah. anything that just, that we struggle with that's not of God, sin or um, mental health, whatever it is, if it builds our dependence on him, it's it's good. Like, mm-hmm. it can be used for our good and, and for his, his glory. glory. Yeah. So being able to identify with people who identify as LGBTQ+, plus, mm-hmm. like, Jackie Hill Perry, mm-hmm. she had like she can relate to them like oh in a way I never could right you know right um and that's a beautiful thing because we need people we need Christians who have every single testimony yes, out there exactly. because there's every single type of person out there that we need to be able to talk to and be like hey you're not too broken for God you're not too far gone mm-hmm. you know like you and you're not you're not who you're attracted to like I and I think that's where it gets confusing yeah. because. A lot of the LGBTQ community in these conversations are so sensitive because they find their identity yes, in their sexual orientation. Start reading my mind. That's mm-hmm. where it gets 
different like yeah, a straight person doesn't do that yeah you know? exactly and that's why like I was trying to say earlier like I understand like yeah. they identify this way you know and that's why like they, and we got to be sensitive to that because yes. to them it's, it's very real, real. when you absolutely. identify yourself as something absolutely like that's a genuine belief that right, you have right absolutely absolutely but like I see you as more than that right like, like we see you exactly not, not like talking you. down on yes, it exactly. but instead of like reminding them of who God actually calls exactly, them to be. Exactly, exactly. Like, yeah, that they're not, well, they are broken, but in a beautiful way to depend yeah, on him. And right. that we're all broken, but they're not beyond repair. Exactly, exactly. And and even saying that, I have to be careful because it's not that like to repair your sexual orientation, but to repair your the fact that we are all sinners and that we think that we need to repair our own lives and that we can enter heaven in any way that we, mm-hmm. you know, like seek. on our own or yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, that we can be the source of peace. If mm-hmm. we just protect our peace and manifest our dream life and blah, 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 blah it's to repair you from that mindset, like yeah. to save you from that mindset, because that is a, a self-saving gospel. And that's not at all because mm-hmm. who are we? Mm-hmm. We didn't build the foundations of this earth and the stars and the moon, the galaxies. God did, <laughs> you know, preacher girl. Yes, absolutely. So like, if you haven't already like concluded, yes, they, we welcome you. Like you are, you are, you have a place and a seat at the house of the Lord Absolutely. at church. Absolutely. I, I encourage you. Um, if, and if there's a Christian out there, if there's somebody out there that has been like weighing on their hearts to invite, um, someone that might be homosexual but they're like they want to be sensitive to yeah. to them and their feelings and maybe what they have gone through in, in in the context of like other christians that have uh been a little bit hateful towards them i want to say pray on it absolutely and move in faith and invite mm-hmm. them and invite them but with don't love. treat them weird like, right that's the whole exactly point. like don't treat them that they are Oh my gosh! Like right, he's a gay. <laughs> like right, they're people. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like because see you more and that's than with that. anyone. People. That's with someone who's gay. That's with someone who, if has you've been a, in church for any, whatever, yeah, if you've been in you church know? for any amount of time, you see things happen. Yeah, you know people's past. Just stop looking at people and categorizing them and treating them Mm -hmm. as what they've done or what has been done to them or what they identify as or what sin they struggle Mm -hmm. with. Mm -hmm. Instead, look in the mirror and realize that you are broken. You are a sinner. You need God more than any of these people. Mm -hmm. And we are the least of these, you know? So we are to be the people who open up the doors Mm -hmm. and and bring people in Mm -hmm. and and they should be encouraged and feel welcomed enough to come in and this is not like just off of the top of our heads like we are literally saying this because of the example of jesus Mm -hmm. you know like jesus sat with all types of sinners yeah and people were surprised by because it's like oh Oh, they're a tax collector they're a she's a prostitute this and a third how could you be sitting with such sinners you know and it jesus (laughs) but they didn't see that they exactly they should be sitting at that table Mm -hmm. as well exactly because all they could see be the people at the table Mm. not the people pointing the fingers boom well i don't know if that was theologically correct (laughs) all my theologians out there please just get the the picture what we're saying here (laughs) right um but yeah like it's just we're we're just reiterating the example that jesus gave us you know what i'm saying like he he didn't see you and on like we are covered by his blood Mm -hmm. once um we gave, surrender our lives to okay, him. Okay, you need to um, elaborate on that because there's probably people who don't really know what that means. We are covered by his blood. Mm-hmm. So therefore, when God the Father sees us, he doesn't see our sin. He sees okay. the holy blood covering us. And therefore, granted, we 
are, you know, like we're conforming to, to uh, Jesus's character, mm-hmm. but it's like the same concept. Like you don't see their sin. Yeah. You see that they are a child of God. You see that they are worthy of being yeah. spread the God, spread the gospel to love them. Like Jesus would love them, you know, mm-hmm. to hear them, yeah. um, you know, and, of course, like always stay rooted in prayer with the Lord, like, and ask the Holy Spirit to help you be there. And, and however they need you to be there, to be there, like to yeah. listen to them, to, to, you know, remind them of God's truth, Absolutely. things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there, there's a lot of people on this subject, Christians specifically, who talk about love the sinner, hate the sin. Mm-hmm. Right. But we got to be careful with what that really looks like and what that really means, mm. because it's so easy to say, it's so pretty to say, mm-hmm. but you really have to do a heart check of, am I actually loving this person mm-hmm. and hating their sin? Because, mm-hmm. like, it's not really our job to hate the sin. Mm-hmm. God already naturally hates sin. Right. Like, it separates. It's what separates us from him. Mm-hmm. It's our job to love the sinner and to introduce them to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Even if they are a Christian, mm-hmm. we should never stop glorifying God mm-hmm. in our conversations and pointing people back to him because yeah. we have amnesia. We f- we be forgetting. Absolutely. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, um... Also, like in times like this right now with the whole Target shabakal, yeah. um, they have like the a bunch of pride um, yeah. merch. Uh, merch out mm-hmm. and stuff. And like it's controversial. I don't know too much about it, so I'm not going to speak on it. This is not that kind of channel. Mm-hmm. Um, but what speaks louder than that is how are we as Christians responding to these things? Mm-hmm. Because that the world is watching. Mm-hmm. They're, they're taking note. And the way that we respond to these current events, the way that we respond to people who are hurting and saying, hey, just accept us or just see what we're saying and, and, and normalize us. Do we need to go around as Christians and saying that, yeah, gay marriage should be legal everywhere? And like, no, those are that's not what we're saying right mm-hmm. here. The point is, how do you respond? Are you responding in love? Or are you responding in a know it all? Well, no. I'm not even going to give examples because it's actually quite disheartening to see Christians, people who claim to know and love the Lord, engaging in, like, current events in such a disheartening way, in a a disgusting way, in a hateful way. way. Like, it's one thing to be an activist and, like, stand for something that's right, but that's a hard place to be in as a Christian, (laughs) Um, like, I don't even know what the answer to that is. Like, what does that look like for yeah. us standing for what's right? You know, cause yeah. I, for me and I, I go more on the other end of the spectrum where I'm like, this world is broken, like whatever. But that's probably cause I don't have a heart for politics. You know, mm. some people do like God has yeah. put the desire in their that's heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all need to be standing up for uh, voicing our opinions. All our voices matter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just how we do it. That really matters. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I know I've said it before, but like. How do you make that person feel? Yeah. Means, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they'll remember how you made them fear more than what you said. Oof. Not yep, saying yep, that yep. words don't have power, because they clearly do. You can remember that something that's said very easily, but it's easier to remember how that person made you feel. Absolutely. You know? So, yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like there's so much more we could talk about, and I pray that we didn't say yeah. The wrong things. Yeah. But we're also humans. We yeah. are and fallible, we, broken humans. Yeah. And I know that there's probably people right now who aren't the happiest with this episode. Um, but at the end of it all, I pray that all of you, Christians, people who hate God, gay, straight, whatever, that if you felt a conviction in this, that you would talk to God about it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just know that no matter who you are, what you like, what you don't like, what kind of lifestyle you live, that there's a place for you at 
God's table, not Amen. just our table, but yep. at God's table. And, um, that's the most important thing is that yeah. we just recognize our need for him yep. and surrender to him Amen. Um, and let him do the rest. Just yep. let him do the rest. Yep. But he will take care of it. Amen. Yeah. So if you are here, we want to invite you to just be a official part of, part of family. our family yes. and hit that subscribe button, hit the bell notification. So you get notified every time we upload mm-hmm. on Wednesdays, on Wednesdays. You can also yeah. put it on your calendar if that's easier for you, but definitely hit the <laughs> hit the notification. Yes. Um, so you we're can so glad for you guys to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, we have about 16k and counting followers on Instagram, and it's Ooh. just mind blowing because we blew up off of a reel yeah. that came from our episode <laughs> "Have We Normalized Suffering in Silence," yeah. which was an episode that the enemy tried so hard to keep us from recording, but we pushed through, and we saw God's hand in it so much, yeah. and like. Just the amount of messages we've been getting, the amount yeah. of people who uh, felt so lost and now they're like, wow, thank you. Like, yeah. I I needed this. It's just, we don't deserve. Yeah. Like, we don't deserve this. Like, it's, and it's I'm hard just, to put into words. Like, it's crazy what God does yeah. when you really just surrender everything to him. And we're just so gr- grateful for every single one of you guys who are here. Yeah. Um, we want to just continue making quality content for you. Uh, amazing topics getting the best gear and equipment um we do have a link to our cash app yes. in the show notes mm-hmm. uh, in the description if you do feel led to give um we would appreciate anything uh, no pressure to though if you can't and we're just grateful for you guys to be here the easiest way that you can help us is by sharing this message yeah absolutely anyone that you feel it in your heart or that you just found it that it was so life-giving share it share mm-hmm. it to whomever um, don't think twice about it that's yeah. something that i practice in my life i'm like oh but this but that but they might get offended yeah. and then just let do god it. do his thing just <laughs> just do it just do it no yeah but we really like Brittany has said um i just want to uh put extra emphasis on it we are immensely grateful for this community for yeah. all of you um and your vulnerability because i, I know that that's that's not easy yeah. to do so um we love you from the depths of our hearts and yeah we um would love for you to continue to to join in so like Brittany said subscribe hit the uh, bell notification and uh pull up a chair so let's pray let's pray all right heavenly father thank you thank you thank you lord god for um allowing us to be here and to to speak on such a topic as this lord god for you see all of your children lord god in every single struggle that they go through and that this is a very sensitive uh topic lord god lord i pray that um through us as your vessels lord that you are the one speaking to them lord lord god in that um they know and they see that our heart is out for you and because they're out for you we want to love on all of your children yes, despite god. their sexual orientation lord god despite anything that they that they may be struggling with lord for them um to really know and see that you love them unconditionally lord, yes, lord god. god that nothing and no one in this world or in the in the uh, heavenly world the supernatural world lord god will separate your love from them lord god that you consistently remind them of your your saving love the the love that uh paid it all lord god and that they um that you see them as worthy of this love father god and that um i pray that um anyone who has hurt them 
um, any Christian or just anyone period that has hurt them for them having these desires or God that you will um, overwhelm their hearts with forgiveness Lord yes, God. towards the, um, those individuals um, and anything that they might be beating themselves with Lord God that um, they are consumed with your forgiveness because you have already forgiven them Lord God and that they are just a reflection of who you are Lord Jesus Lord I pray for peace and um and just a, a stronger fire to continue to seek you, Lord God, um, no matter what they may be facing, Lord, um, and that you give them um, that you give them comfort in this walk, Lord God, um, no matter what desires that they may have, Lord Jesus. I pray all this in your mighty and holy name. Amen. 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 That's a wrap.